Well, all right, all right, all right. Happy Monday to you. Happy New Year again. Um, for those of you who follow me, I've taken about three weeks off to go inward, to be in the stillness, to be out of my normal environment, to go and get away and have some downtime, uh, just to be. And a lot of what came through for me in that time is to really, really focus on my purpose and my passion even deeper than I have ever before in my first 200 plus episodes and my first two years of this podcast. My passion, my purpose, my vision is to help you live your best health, your best wealth. And by doing so, you're trusting your own innate wisdom. Wisdom is the application of knowledge. A lot of us get stuck in that hamster wheel of learning a lot and having a lot of knowledge, especially head knowledge. And I've spent a lot of time over the past 20 months working on the heart knowledge. And so I am no longer calling myself a sales coach. I am fully committed as a transformational coach who also happens to use microdosing with psilocybin as a tool for those who are open to that, completely optional, um, to go on that inner journey of seeking out your own truth, your own potentially root causes for your health challenges, as well as your wealth. And wealth not necessarily being money. We're not going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about health. I want to ask you a question. You know, as you started this new year, did you have any health goals? My guess is probably, <laughs> probably. I used to be in the fitness industry. I saw with New Year's resolutions and even just post-holiday comas created and inspired. Well, I'm not going to talk about New Year's resolutions today. I want to talk about something different. I want to talk about my addictive behaviors journey. And oh boy, has it been a journey. I wrote a blog post about it today. If you are a subscriber of my email list, um, which you can sign up actually at on my podcast landing page, which is here right on the screen, Healthy and Wealthy and Wise, if you'd like to stay in tune. I'm going to be sharing more education and inspiration in my email list. I also have a Telegram channel. If you want to you know, say, hey, I hate email, Lois, I'll add you to that. If you want to be added to that, that's also going to be in the show notes here. So why am I talking about addictive behaviors today? Well, I've had a journey with many, many addictive behaviors. And as I studied people over the past three years, especially since the pandemic, so since 2020, I've talked to thousands of people, not even counting 20 years previous to that, I was in the health and fitness industry and I coached probably 10,000 people in health and fitness roughly 10,000 people in sales and recruiting. And both of those arenas taught me that daily habits define our successes in life. Daily habits can also define what we perceive, again, perception, right, as our biggest failures in life. And yeah, if you're, if you're tuning in, Go ahead and comment below. Oh, hey, Sean, you're in Texas. I hope it's warmer there than Minnesota. <laughs> and thank you so much. Unfortunately, I can't see your beautiful face. Um, thank you for showing some Telegram love. Yeah, so please join my Telegram channel. So at any rate, um, I, I just noticed a lot of people uh, going on autopilot. And if you've known me for a while this past year, I started co coaching on the subconscious mind, 
how 95% of our results comes from those subconscious, unconscious, I prefer to actually say unconscious autopilot choices that are based on unconscious thoughts that create feelings in our body and emotions that oftentimes we don't want to look at. We don't want to look at. And oftentimes, myself included, and I've seen this in thousands of people, we numb out. We numb our physical body because we don't want to feel. Just think about it. When you were a little kid and you fell down and you scrapped, scraped your knee or whatever, you cried, right? And went to mom and said, hey, mom, dad, whatever, this hurts, right? And so as we get older, I feel as a society, we oftentimes wear masks. We actually physically or, well, I would say spiritually, unconsciously put a mask on and say, I'm okay, I'm fine. Really, I'm fine. And just focusing on the positive, focusing on success, focusing on making money, focusing on even things like losing weight, the external world, right? We look outside ourselves for the answers. We also look outside ourselves for validation. So I'm going to start a series this week. I'm not even sure how many I'm going to do. Might be three, might be four of short monologues about my addictive behaviors journey. So why did I start this path? Why did I go inward? I was really struggling with addiction to social media, addiction to work, which also included social media and also alcohol. So I had, and, and keep in mind, even six months ago, I wouldn't have been able to talk as easily as I am now about these things because I still had a lot of shame and a lot of fear of sharing my authentic truth. So I actually spent a lot of the time in the second half of last year letting that shit go and filling myself up with a lot of love and compassion. I think that's what people are hungering for. I don't think society any longer wants to wear the mask, the faking it till you make it. I have my all of my shit together. I have it all figured out. Uh-uh. I know that that's been a huge part of our society for thousands of years, but we're shifting. I've felt the shift. <laughs> I've had the wake up calls and I've studied a lot with spiritual mentors, teachers, also economists, futurists, people more in the, into the science of money and things of that nature. And they're all saying the same thing. We're heading into the age of Aquarius this year, guys. Depending on who you talk to, it was last year, next year, it doesn't matter. We've already shifted into a new consciousness and awareness that people aren't motivated by money nearly as much as they used to be. They're motivated by love, authenticity, deep meaning for their lives, and then deep meaningful relationships. And so when I woke up to two years ago in December of 2020 and started to realize like, oh my gosh. And actually I had started before that when I realized I was working too much, drinking too much alcohol, spending way too much time on social media, which of course the pandemic helped propagate that. I realized I had addictive behaviors, 
Not one, not two, not three, but a lot. And I was drowning in them, drowning in them. And when I recognized that I was drinking too much to a point where I was actually causing myself potential harm, accidents, impacting my children, impacting my family, I said to myself, what is going on here? I want to live a healthy and vitality-filled life. I want to lead with health and vitality. That's actually what my podcast is called. I might as well, <laughs> I might as well walk the talk, right? And so at the end of the day, I decided to slow down, create more spaciousness. And here is the beginning. This is just day one of this series on my addictive behaviors journey. And I'm sharing it to inspire you. I'm sharing it not for my benefit, but for yours to get you to think, to open up a heart rich, philosophical, spiritual, whatever you want to call it. I honor all beliefs here, by the way. Whatever word works for you, I want you to open up a heart-led conversation with yourself and ask yourself this question like I did. Am I living a life full of health and vitality? Am I living a life of health and vitality? First word in my podcast, healthy. If you don't have your health, nothing else really matters. I've learned that personally and experienced that through depression, through autoimmune disease, through digestive issues that had me sidelined for a while. And then the vitality part. Vitality means you have effervescent energy. You feel strong. And I'm not talking about bicep curls here. I'm talking about you, you shine, right? You are vital. You can handle anything that life throws your way. So my, like, I guess some would call it a rock bottom place was, oh my gosh, I've gained so much weight. I'm exhausted. My husband triggers me. My kids trigger me work. Even the things that I love to do triggered me. So my mentor said, look in the mirror, everyone around you, everything, every trigger even is a mirror. And this is what I learned. The mirror that we look into, whether it's another person, people, place, thing, or event, it's our ego getting triggered. Our ego is really actually our friend. Our ego is really trying to help us. We just got to let it and ask some really invaluable questions. We can't stop there. We got to go inward and ask ourselves, what are the emotions that I'm feeling? I wasn't feeling any, so that's why I had to go a deeper path of psychedelic and somatic therapy and breath work and a lot of embodiment. You may not have to do that. I have other tools for you that I can recommend, including my five-day free health and vitality challenge. January 24th through the 28th. I'll share that link in the show notes as well. But what I got to is recognizing that I had shut off my feelings and my emotions with social media, drinking too much alcohol and working too much. Now there's all sorts of numbing mechanisms out there. You could be prone to taking lots of naps. You can be prone to hanging out on, you know, dating apps or whatever for too much time. You can be prone to gaming. You can be prone to just even being addicted to fear. 
which causes self-sabotaging limiting behaviors that keep you hostage and keep you living a not healthy and vital life. So I, I could go on and on. But what I discovered was I slowed down and I recognized, you know, why am I drinking too much? Why am I working too much? Why am I sucked into social media for hours and then I can't leave or I don't leave? I choose not to. It's not that I can't. I just make an unconscious choice to be stuck. So I did a lot of deep dive work and I remembered that the dopamine hit, our brain gets fed dopamine every time we turn on the TV, every time we turn on Netflix, every time we turn on social media, every time we drink alcohol, fitness as well. That was one of my past addictions, even sales, the hustle, the entrepreneurial life can be a dopamine hit and dopamine is a neurotransmitter. Now it, it actually is a feel good one. But if you have too much, then you're Im imbalanced, out of balanced, and it can actually spike your cortisol levels, which is your stress hormone. Everyone has to have a little bit of stress. It's healthy. But when your dopamine is constantly being hit over and over and over again, could be sugar, could be emotional eating, food, all of it, right? insert whatever mechanism you use to numb out and just kind of like forget to check out of life. And oh boy, did I do that. So in my blog post, I won't share the whole story, but I, I went back to my childhood and I remembered how much sugar I was addicted to as a kid that led into my twenties as an athlete thinking, you know, Gatorade and carbo loading and starches and breads. I was so addicted to bread and that just converts right into sugar, right? <laughs> and then I added caffeine, Starbucks. I was a three venti chai tea latte a day Starbucks girl for almost a decade. And the tricky part was I might have weaned myself off of coffee. Thou shalt not have coffee. Thou shalt not have sugar. I became kind of a food and sugar and coffee Nazi, to be quite frank with you. I cut it all out because I thought abstinence was also the answer. And guess what? I personally found out it wasn't for me. And I saw that with thousands of fitness and nutrition clients, a lot of times people will just transfer over to another habit, another coping mechanism or numbing mechanism. And that doesn't always happen. I'm, I'm not all gloom and doom about this. I just want to help you be aware and conscious. And again, I went that abstinence model path, but then sure enough, two years later, I started drinking more. After I had my second child, I had all these additional financial stressors. My husband was out of work. We had um, child support issues with his past. I still had some IRS issues from my past, right? And those don't go away, <laughs> right? So they just keep adding up, adding up, adding up, adding up, adding up until you, I was so disconnected, so disconnected that it was just easier. There's a saying, you know, what's wrong with having one more drink on the Titanic when it's going to sink and take me down anyway. So that was where I landed. That was where 
I hit my proverbial rock bottom. And I'm here to tell you, I know I'm not alone. I, and I also am here to say, I don't have all your answers, but I just want to raise the consciousness and say, it's okay to have conversations about this. In fact, I discovered I had a lot of shame and judgment on myself for these behaviors, all of them. And that shame and judgment came from somewhere. It didn't just randomly happen for me. So I did a lot of deep dives into getting to the root cause. So in summary, that's today's takeaway. That's today's takeaway. I'm going to carry this conversation on at least two more episodes this week. My takeaway was I had to get to the root cause as opposed to just don't do it. Abstinence, give it up, go cold turkey. It didn't work. Even when I did wean myself off of coffee and sugar, it took five years, five years. And that was willpower. My brain was still wanting the dopamine. My thoughts, my feelings created my actions, which created my results. So because I didn't get to the root cause the first time and just quit everything and thought, I'll just be a good girl. I'll just follow all the rules. I'll just suck it up, buttercup, fake it till I make it. The subconscious or the unconscious is always going to be there to tell the truth. As one of my coaches said, I hated it when she said it. Actions speak louder than words. Results, while often harsh, are always fair. So if we don't, hey, Sandy, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much. Please hit the share button. I forgot to mention that. Please hit the share button and share with your community. I want to wrap this up. So in summary, take a look and ask yourself, Am I living a fully healthy and vitality-filled life? Ask yourself that. And if not, why not? And specifically to the theme of this topic, are there any addictive behaviors that I've already listed? Too much TV, too much gaming, too much food, emotional eating, too much alcohol, too much work, too much social media, too much Netflix, too much napping, I studied with a woman who specializes in a, a podcast called Take a Break from Drinking, but it really, really showed me a lot about how it it's not just one behavior. They're all connected. And so my wish for you is that you get to the root cause. In my next episode, I'm going to talk specifically about my journey with alcohol and work and social media, because those were the big three for me during the pandemic, especially. They had started before then, but they really hit a, a totally different height during the pandemic. So, and I've seen it for a lot of people. So I, I know I'm not alone. I'm preaching to the choir. So if you look at your addictive behaviors and name them, acknowledge them, they are your teachers. They might seem like painful teachers. They might seem like annoying teachers. They might seem like worthless. I don't know what your thoughts are. You may be judging them just like I did. And that's a true telltale sign that you're also judging yourself. 
These addictive behaviors are your mirrors. They're your teachers. They can become your greatest ally. And I invite you to join in my five-day health and vitality challenge. Invite your friends who you know may be struggling with any and all of those things that I mentioned. Invite them because I want to help them transform for good. Not just a short-term quick fix, not a magic pill, not a lotion, a potion, or a shake, although I did sell a lot of those. <laughs> and I'm not saying any of those are bad or wrong. I just want to let you know that there's so much more, so much more potential. Once you free up your headspace with those addictions, afflictions, challenges, you will heal your life. You will get to the root cause of even your financial issues, your relationship issues. They're all connected. And these addictive behaviors can be the best, best things that happened for you like they were for me. They helped me slay a lot of dragons, shine a light on a lot of pain and hurt and shame and disconnection with myself and others. And I'm here to help you put love and compassion on top of that, blending the two because you are human after all, with forgiveness, peace, patience, kindness, and that is the radical shift that I see missing in most addictive behavior programs. So I invite you to go to loiskofi.com forward slash health challenge. loiskofi.com forward slash health challenge. And sign up. It's January 24th through the 28th. January 24th through the 28th. And stay tuned. You know, comment below if you have any questions, any thoughts. I'm here for you. Again, this is another monologue episode of Healthy and Wealthy and Wise, talking about addictive behaviors and how getting to the root cause is really the most important thing to really transform your habits, transform your health, which by so doing, of course, you're going to transform your life and the world around you because if you aren't healthy and vital at your fullest form, guess how that's impacting your family, your relationships, your office, your job, your spiritual community, right? So let's get to that root cause together. Stay tuned for my next episode. And, and if you found value, please share this episode with someone you care about. Sharing is caring. And the next episode, I'm going to talk about the deep dive I did and what layers I pulled back with the help of superconscious creation in order to break the cycle. I've broken a cycle that was running in the family. And that was essentially like an ancestral curse. More to come on that on day three. But I just wanted to let you know what's coming up and something for you to ponder. So write down those things that I said to write down and I hope to see you on the next show. Until then, here's your best health, your best wealth, and your best wisdom. Bye-bye for now.